hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives for episode 19. Yay. Oh my god. First time. My name's Owen. I'm the dungeon master for our campaign, The Tyranny of Dragons. However, this campaign is all about the players who will introduce themselves and their characters right now. Hey guys, my name's Simon. I'm playing the character of Will Tix, the uh, gnome fellow. Uh, he's small, he's angry, he likes to kill things, and he's just getting more violent as we go on. It's great and fun. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. He's got to make up for Emric's absence, eh? Oh, you know what? There's, if someone's going to kill someone, it's going to be the small little feisty guy that turns into a wolf. So, uh, he's, actually, yeah. uh, he, he's actually been missing Emric a bit, hasn't he, by the sounds of it? Oh, do you know what? When no one had his back last week about going and killing cultists, he definitely would have missed him. There's no uh, Emric to ride into battle any longer. So, uh, uh, good times. This is his bro. Oh. Oh. Well, you can always rely on your friendly neighborhood dragonborn to uh, set things on fire, which is my oh. character. <laughs> That's Very my segue. <laughs> and what's Very your and what's your character's correct. name, Claire? Well, my name is Claire, and my character's name is Mira, who is a dragonborn sorcerer, half red dragon, half silver dragon, and yeah, she enjoys setting things on fire. And you know, she'll be your bro, Will Ticks. She's oh, not very good what? at being a bro, but she'll try. That's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out, Mira. Mira <laughs> <laughs> does best. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm playing Azua Lightheart, our uh, resident celestial Azimir monk. Um, somewhat of a good guy. Loves a bit of a ass-kicking and uh, doing it in the uh, most fancy way possible. And... Uh, the more acrobatic the uh, my one-two punch, the better. So. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> yep. All about the fancy ass kicking. Doing over right. style. Hey guys, I'm Jared. I'm playing the character of uh, Illyrian Whisperwind, um, our resident bard. I think everyone sort of gathered that from the last few sessions, though, and all the shenanigans he's gotten up to. Um, and hoping to have a lot more shenanigans on the way. Um, there's a bit of mystery as well, I think, in the last um, episode that we'll, we'll have to unravel and see how that goes. I'll pass it over yeah. to Michael now. And I'm Michael. I'm playing Teleri Fleetfoot, the um, monk tabaxi, who's a bit of a wanderer and has wandered into the path of, uh, of these fellows. So see where, see where the trail leads him how fast you can run down it indeed and thank you for coming back um for a second second guest spot michael um thank you so much for, for rejoining us it's such a such an amazing character um I, I felt we had to had to get back at least a couple more times so we hopefully if you're free for another few we can keep you keep you on board for a couple more episodes uh, sure if, sure if you're willing sorry to spring that on you live on oh, air no, but, uh... not a problem, not a problem. <laughs> this is, this is, uh, yep absolutely no you we, know the we're, rules we're, we're, you know, you know the rules of live this. broadcasting if you make a promise it's gotta happen exactly right <laughs> that's true yeah yeah very true um, so uh, thank you so much everyone who's been joining the uh, joining the stream for the past couple of uh, past couple of days we've been doing lots of fun little little mini streams we've done a couple of phasmophobia streams uh, I've done a few um, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla streams and thank you so much everyone who's been jumping onto those we've had a blast um, we're looking forward to doing some more um, more phasmophobia streams in the future I'm hoping I can get uh, Jared and Harley back on for the uh, the original uh, death detectives group um, oh hell yeah 100 see if we could yeah see if we can see if we can do some slightly more intense stuff and now that there's some new uh, new updates coming out soon as well looking forward to, to playing around with those 
Um, now, last week I mentioned that I made a guest appearance on a podcast called Tell Me About Your D&D Character, a really, really cool podcast um, hosted by the lovely Jeremy. You guys should definitely go check out if you get a chance. Um, links will be in the description and I'll also be chucking them into chat during the break as well. So if you're watching us live, you'll be able to see them. Otherwise, um, they'll be in the description below and you can check them out. Um, Jeremy basically does a, a podcast where he talks to people about their D&D characters, hence Tell Me About Your D&D Character. Um, absolutely just a great idea to, to have a podcast like that and we had such a great time chatting that is going to be live in the next couple of days um so if you haven't heard enough of my voice from this podcast uh you can hear me talking to another person in another podcast um we chat about lots of fun stuff we talk about um how i sort of designed the world of nostea this homebrew world we're playing in um what sort of led me to to create this world and, and some of the some of the behind the scenes stuff about the world so some stuff that uh, i think only Actually, only Andrew would know because he's the only one playing a Warforged in any of my campaigns. So yeah, some some cool little behind the scenes stuff as well about uh, about the way the races work and things like that. Um, so if you want to check that out, I absolutely could not recommend his podcast more highly. Uh, links will be in the description. Definitely go show him some love. Now, let's get back into it. Our journey has been following the escapades of the Tempest Adventuring Guild from the League of Adventurers based in the merchant city of Oxenfurt. Plus, new guy they met two episodes ago <laughs> Mira Azua yeah new guy Mira Azua Wiltix and the newcomer Illyrian are tracking dragon cultists who have attacked the town of Greennest and um, headed, headed disguised as part of a caravan uh, up towards the north of Oceania it's been a long journey. The party have faced many dangers and met some colourful characters and enjoyed a peaceful trip for the most part. After a pretty intense battle with some giant spiders um, and uh, the loss of some members of the caravan, the party limped through towards the town of Cloudfodge, one of the stops along the route. However, just before the caravan arrived in the town, they noticed the cultist wagons departing the group, making their way towards a rather dingy establishment called the Carnath Roadhouse. Azua decided to head into town with the carts and thus fulfill their contract, promising to return when he was able. The rest of the party decided to approach the roadhouse, and as they did so, Illyrian recognised an approaching figure as a friend, Talari, a tabaxi monk he had spent some time with previously. Deciding to join the group because he had nothing better to do, I think was the, the logic there. Um, Talari <laughs> yeah, came along for the ride. Oh, the, no, so the, road, the road had led you there, therefore you figured why not go along with it. Um, Talari joined the group and they entered the roadhouse. Following some clues, um, particularly uh, footprints and a scent uh, trail that Wiltix was able to follow, the group uh, were led to a hidden room guarded by some lizard folk. After a slightly tense conversation, the group were interrupted by Bog Luck, a large, burly, orcish gentleman uh, of a rather sort of um, disgusting persuasion uh, who owned the roadhouse. Um, Convincing him that they were there to stay, he invited them upstairs for some drinks and they spent a bit of time talking. <coughs> However, uh, classic spies, <laughs> Mira and Wiltix, let it slip that they, were looking, <laughs> that they were looking for members of the Cult of the Dragon or the Order of the Dragon, and that they were looking for a group of people who had brought ungodly sums of treasure into the roadhouse. Um, as a result, Bogluck invited them downstairs into his room, where he proceeded to threaten their lives. After some incredibly well-rolled persuasion checks and some very lucky and clutch moves, the group were able to convince Bogluck to work with them. And he led them to a secret tunnel. A secret tunnel! Uh, that led them underneath the Carnath Roadhouse and out into the swamps, telling them that the treasure that had been brought in was being taken to a castle deep within the swamp, an abandoned ruin known as Castle Nairatir. And that is where we left off last session. Um, 
Although actually, no, it isn't because last session you guys actually fought some lizard folk. I almost forgot. So last session we left yeah, we off after, after the group were ambushed by a group of lizard folk who seemed to be guarding the pathways through the swamp. And after a fairly tense battle, the group now stand victorious. I will bring you guys across to the map. The bodies of the lizard folk strewn about the tangled trees and roots. The swamp water up to about ankle deep in this section, fetid, smelling, and slimy. But we're not going to start with you guys. Instead, we're going to go to Azua, who last session enjoyed a nice, gentle trip into the town of Cloudfosh. <laughs> now, Azua, you oh, stayed. I had, a, I had a great time. Yeah, you stayed. You stayed with Oi. You you decided to fulfill your contract. You stayed with Oin and led the cart into town. That that was the contract you'd, you'd signed. So you stayed yeah. with Oin, that orcish merchant you'd spent some time with. Um, you guys shared a couple of tales on the road at a fairly fairly chill time. Um, after about uh, an hour or so, you arrived at the town gates. You were gestured inside by the guards, and the caravan split up. Many going to different locations. Um, Oin led you towards uh, one of the uh, west coast trading uh, depots, which is where he was looking to sell some of his goods. Um, we can roleplay this if you'd like to. Otherwise, I can skip over it. Up to you. That's okay. No, no, that's fine. We can keep going. In that case, yeah, he he hands you five silver. Thanks you so much for your work as as a do tip. a quick little roleplay. Oh, yeah, I right. mean we right. do it. Right. We'll sit back. We'll we'll just just do a quick little roleplay. I want to hear yeah, some sure. of those amazing little Azua one-liners. I missed it. <laughs> I missed it last week. We were, we were attempting to fill the void. Oh, you guys would have done a great job. I gave oh, it my best. Good. I gave it my best. Um, <laughs> in that case, uh, Oin, Oin, as he pulls up the, the wagon, turns to you as and goes, Right, well, thank you so much for your assistance. I'm, I'm not sure I would have made it so smoothly and without such a, such a display of strength against some giant spiders without your party. And be sure to send on my thanks to them. And this is for you, Azua. And he hands oh, you a pouch containing five silver. It has been an absolute pleasure to uh, share these roads and uh, travel the country with you. Maybe we... Oh, May we meet again, and uh, hopefully under the same and better circumstances. Absolutely. And I have something else for you. And he hands you a long silver and gold needle. Um, it almost looks like a sewing needle. It's about um, 15, 20 centimeters long. Uh, it's long sort of gold, silver mix, almost like an electrum color. Um, and he hands it to you. It says, have you ever seen one of these before? Uh, have I ever seen one of these before? You can make a history check. check. Yeah, you can make a make a history check or an arcana check. I would allow. Man, every time. He... Okay, no, that's oh. not great. That's a six. I was about to say. That's... I was about to say. Oh, no, every it's a two. Time, I was about to say every time Andrew's done a history check, he's always gotten super high. <laughs> not, not today. today. Not today. I jinxed him. I don't think that's true. Um, ah, well, um, this I, is. I have. I have not yeah. seen one of these before. That's okay. What, what is it? So, you may be in awe of my incredible tattoos across my body. He gestures to the very intricate design of tattoos that uh, overlay yes, him. Sure. As, as you remember, the, the orcs have a yeah, very yeah. sort of... Um, yeah, the uh, embroidery of his adventures of life. Yeah, they tattoo great, great uh, events that they themselves do, and also their family history too, and, and myths and legends. Um, this is a, a tattooed needle, but... Uh, a little bit different to one that you may have used before. If you spend a long rest, uh, six hours or so, with the needle pressed against your skin, it will transform into a tattoo for you. Hey, tattoo my friend, will, this uh, is... 
Yes, a tattoo that will contain some magical properties. Ooh, cool. Um, but I'll, uh, well, hopefully we meet again and uh, we can share new stories that we've uh, imprinted on ourselves. I would like that very much. Please stay safe so that we may do such a meeting. You too. May the, uh, may the ocean waves take you home, my friend. There it is. <laughs> yeah. We all knew uh, it was going to happen. Yes. <laughs> Ho- hopefully one day I will again be worthy to sail upon the seas with my kin, but uh, not quite yet. A bit more time to go. Uh, now, Azua, you were handed a amulet by Mira um, yep. with the instructions that uh, if you wanted to find the party, all you had to do was focus on their image while holding the amulet. Yep. Okay. The other, before I do head off, though, have yeah. we actually fulfilled our contract with the... Uh, with the yes, company. you have. There was nothing. You have. We didn't. That's it. Okay, you've done it. Mission, mission yeah. success. Okay, I wasn't sure we had to take something back to him because he needed a receipt or something, didn't he? He he wanted some proof that you had got it there, um, but he so because the, you guys you argued with him, he like eventually was like, all right, I'll organize a raven or something, and I'll get them to like send me confirmation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. I will, I will take out the amulets and uh, have one last look around and uh, focus on the images of the party. As you focus on the image of the party, the amulet begins to shake a little bit and glow red and vibrate, almost like a phone vibrating. This as you're holding onto it, um, and then the glow fades and, and it seems to pull you in a direction. You feel this pull um, back out towards the uh, back out towards the town gates and, and out of the town. Okay, I'll, I will start heading out of town. Fantastic, I assume yeah. I could feel that uh, that's the direction they're going in. Yeah, you can you can feel the pull. It's almost like it is pulling you in that direction, and as as long as you keep a hold of it, you can feel the direction they are. Like this, this, or, or at least the it seems to be the direction they are. The, the way this thing is vibrating. Okay. Um, and it is seems there a to be horse sort of, I could take? Uh, you you could hire it. Yeah, you could try and hire a horse. Otherwise, it's um it's probably not that far if you want it. You, it's up to you. You can, oh, you can okay. definitely try and hire a horse. If you if you go and talk to um, that's okay. it's only an walking. hour by horse and wagon, and that's about walking speed. So it's only about an hour away. Oh, okay. No, I'll just walk. That's fine. Easy peasy. In that case, yeah. After, sure, an hour and a half, hour of walking, um, you find yourself being led off the path and into an area of swampland. Um, and it seems to be pulling you into this very murky bog, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Directing you towards this area. What's Enjoy the... Uh, the <laughs> uh, is there a relatively safe path I can take through the bog? It's not too deep, um, but do you want to make me a perception check as you look along? Or an investigation? Up to you. Yeah. 18. Yeah, 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you easily see a pathway that leads through that you're very confident. You could very quickly just move across this. You wouldn't even get your feet wet, judging by the way that you can you can move through this area. You're very confident that you've got a pretty, pretty safe pathway through. Fantastic. Yeah, you, after a few moments, you come across the party. You see them standing there through Hold the trees. On. As As... <laughs> Oh, as because I'm at the back. As he comes yep. up towards the party, I want to pop out from behind this tree here because I've seen Azua. Remember, I look like Bogluck right now. Right you now. do, yeah, yeah. You look like an orcish gentleman <laughs> of nefarious uh, in nature. So I'm gonna pop my head around the corner and be like, "What's going on, friend?" So Azua, you see a large orcish gentleman dressed in um, fine clothes, quite quite nice clothes, but no, no, very... I switched the clothes. Oh, that's right. You're still wearing your common clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. In that did case, you, very common, you, very boring clothes. Did you jump out at me? 
No, 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 I just sort of put my head around the corner of the tree, and I was like, How's it going there, friend? Uh, well met, good sir. What brings oh. you, uh, out <laughs> I'll to pop the, out. Uh... I'll pop out from around the tree, and I'm like, Oh, you know, it's a bit of this, bit of that, bit of this way, bit of that way, bit of down here, I don't know which way I'm going, I'm a bit lost. You're a bit lost, good sir. Well, that's, uh, that's not what you <laughs> want to do in a bog. <laughs> oh, it's not good, it's not good business, not good business. I, I was just trying to find my friends, I can't find them, uh... Yeah, it's a bit weird, well, isn't it? That makes that makes two of us. I was <laughs> actually looking for my friends as well. They uh, oh. seem to be around here somewhere. You can oh, see them through the trees as well. Hold on, Hold on, I might know where your friends are. I go around the tree. <laughs> I, I I then use my yep. ability to shape back into a Lyrian. Okay. And I pop out of the behind the tree as a Lyrian. <laughs> and I just I was like I just give him a wink like. Hello there, friend. This, oh, you yeah. see this. That's what you see. You see a, an orcish gentleman walk behind a tree and then a Lyrian walks back out again. <laughs> wearing the same clothes as the orcish gentleman. Yeah, still wearing the same clothes. Yeah. I'm slightly confused. I, I have a face that's like, I've been walking for an hour. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's very fair. I sort, of, I sort of look I look back and I sort of shout, Hey, guys! Lyrian, uh, is here. I was gonna say Lyrians here. Yeah. <laughs> you are Lyrian. You turn into you turn into a Zua and then go. <laughs> that's awesome. I have arrived. Zua is here. Uh, that's that's please, what you guys see. Please spend, Jared. You have to spend the whole session talking about yourself in the third person from now on. Oh my god! I thought about making a character like that, but I'm not going to. It'd be too annoying. Lyrian is here. I could do I that mean, for. That I've got some ideas. It kind of makes sense for a um. Changeling. For a bard. I was going to say, makes sense for a bard. Just talk about themselves as if they're in their Who's, own story. What's what's this changeling of which you speak? Close What what is a changeling? What is that? What oh, is interesting, a changeling? Interesting little uh, theory you've got there boiling up. <laughs> well, you might not even remember who it's he just is. Just mask so. many faces, Claire. Come on. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well met, party. It's uh what happened here? I can are, are the bodies of the uh, lizard folk just kind of oh yeah around? yeah there's there's um, just corpses of these lizard bipedal lizard like creatures green skin green scaly skin these large yellow orange crests just strewn um, across the uh, the area have have Talari and I met before? No, no. There, there is a I should describe actually would you like to describe your character Talari uh, Michael? Would you like to describe Talari your character Michael? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> you got there. No worries. You, you see a, um, uh, roughly lynx-ish type tabaxi mm. with cream colour fur and dark spots, tall ears that come up with little bits of fuzz off the top. Um, he has a large, well, not large, he has a quarterstaff hanging off his back and he's dressed in vaguely sort of like loose flowing robes. Um, with bare feet and slightly stained um, sort of uh, oldish material that looks comfortable but serviceable. And he's currently dragging the body of a a lizard man towards the party. That's what you see. Uh, wow. Uh, in a threatening action? No, uh, just, just no. dragging, <laughs> matter-of-factly. Okay. Uh, I don't know. How would I react? Um, 
So, uh, have we uh, found a new friend as well? Boy, hello. Uh, well, hello, it's nice to meet you. It is good to what? make your acquaintance, winged one. Ah. Did, did you say winged man? Oh, that, well, wow. you can one. see this. That's... <laughs> Unfortunately, he doesn't quite have his wings out just yet. Oh, he doesn't have his but, wings uh, out? Oh, okay. Not but just yet. Say, I... You can play that. You can play that, that you can see it. That's you just cool. see it, yeah. That's fine. Ah, <laughs> not many, uh, not many would be able to see what you can see. My furry-eared <laughs> friend. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm just going to do an insight, uh, like a perception check. Just, just, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah do yeah. a... What can I... What can I see about him? Twelve. As you, as you look over... <laughs> What's that? <laughs> don't be suspicious. suspicious. <laughs> don't be suspicious. <laughs> as, you, as you look over to Lari, um, you, you see a tabaxi who's very, uh, very lynx-like. Um, his appearance is that of... Yeah, very much like that of a lynx. Um, pointed, tufted ears... Um, sort of like a, a downy fur with some um, hints of sort of orange and reddish uh, streaks through it and these um, very faint uh, grayish, darkish gray mm-hmm. uh, spots and things like that. Clothes are very simple and utilitarian, uh, I yep. think would be correct to say, Michael. He's very, um, he's dressed for the road rather than any sort yeah. of adventure or anything like that. I know my perception check wasn't as good as it probably could be, but can I tell what kind of fighter he is? I mean, like from the muscle uh, tone, the way he walks. The... So I can I can tell you straight off the bat that he is wielding a quarterstaff, and that is that's it, right? Like that's it. You've just got the quarterstaff, don't you? Well, he he has a very um, uh, sort of a um, kind of floatyish sort of way of walking. Where it's very 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 lithe and just sort of would like I, not like I, would, not. Would I recognise that? I mean, uh, I'd say that seeing as you're a monk, I would say you recognize similar signs of training. There are similar stances that you're using, similar sort of, yeah, th- there, w- there would be there would be things you recognize. Some of the way he moves, some of his stances might be a little bit, a little Fam- bit recognizable familiar. to you. Yeah. yeah, a little bit familiar. Right. But well, sl- I, I, maybe slightly more homespun than yeah, official okay. training. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to, I'm just going to move up to you and, uh, just clasp your hand, like clasp your forearm, and uh, just welcome you, brother. It is good to see. You. Uh, good to see another of the path. Is uh, well met. It's always nice to have a fellow brother out here in the uh, out here in the wild. Yes. Can I just say, you guys are so wholesome with introductions. I love it. Thank you so much for being so cool. <laughs> just just for being so cool all the time. Well, Thanks, guys. Well, you're welcome. But one day, one day, we'll surprise you. One day. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be surprised. You guys are lovely now. Can you just stay lovely? <laughs> um, yeah. So at so this what? point, it is sort of heading into the evening. Just to give you guys some context, it is heading towards the evening. It is not dark, but the sun is threatening to set in the next little bit. And you are in a uh, fetid swamp would be the best way to describe so, it. So assuming we don't want to stay in here. Well, it's up to you guys. Do we want to push forward and see where the cultists slash lizards were coming from? Be more well, I- solid ground up ahead if it's a castle. I think, yeah, I think in the time we have here, I think we'll also give Azua just a quick rundown. Um, so basically we're here. I have notes, actually. I remember he- overhearing things. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just get out- that up quickly. So I heard swamp, danger, castle ruins, treasure, boats over water. 
Yes, so that's just a little um just a little context for you as well. And then you were you were actually told the name of the castle by Bob uh, Thank you. you called it's called Castle Niratar. Okay, we'll check that Niratar. in. Nir Niratar, sorry. Castle Ner Neritar? Neritar. We're gonna go with Neritar, everybody. We're locking <laughs> it in. Castle Neritar. <laughs> Neritar. Neritar. Castle Neritar. <laughs> castle Rumor. Uh, yeah, Castle Castle Neritar. What's, um, okay. just quickly before we move on, what's everyone actually looking like for HP and such? Well, if you were to look on the stream, uh, humble watcher, That's you would see the D&D Beyond Overlay is showing people's health live as we Ooh. play. Thank you, oh, D&D wow. Beyond Overlay. We're not, we're not sponsored. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone's, isn't, every, everyone's isn't too bad. Exhausted. I am, I am tapped, as it were. Admittedly, <laughs> though, I wouldn't mind a quick short rest, maybe. That could not be a terrible idea. I also wouldn't mind getting rid of these bodies if it is possible. <laughs> well, well, yes, I think that um, I think that'll be a good good choice. Um, surely there'll be fi somewhere to f uh, find in a swamp to dump bodies. Sure, this is the place for it, is it not? Perhaps oh, if yes. you find a a nice boggy place, I can just you start just kind of like finding like a really mushy part of the bog where you can sort of start like well, slopping away you, if you do a perception yeah. check I'll give you advantage because I'll, I'll help you I'll give you the help action sure because we're, we're both sort of looking around and we're both talking about it yeah right. so if, if you are given the help action you may have advantage on this roll <laughs> yes I will give 18, the help action 17 Wow. As you have a bit of a look around, Talari, um, using your quarterstaff as a probe, you begin to sort of test the ground. And not very long, um, you actually find over near a patch of muddy, putrid water just towards the south of where you guys are now, it looks like there is actually some quicksand. Um, or, uh, sorry, I should say it's quick, uh, quick slime. It looks like it is a section, as you poke the, the quarterstaff in, there's a pull, almost like a slow suction of the quarterstaff being pulled. And you have to actually use a bit of strength to get your quarterstaff back. Um, you suspect that probably there is a section, uh, a hollowed out section or a, an oozing section underneath that is gradually um, eroding away this pool. And if you put anything in here, quite possibly could be pulled underneath the earth out of sight for a very long time. Almost like a, a peat bog in, in England, if you guys know what those are. Yeah. Trap. Trapped a lot Fantastic. of humans and mammoths and animals and things like that, yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. Well, that's good. I try to swallow his No, this stuff is mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just I'm pinging it on the map and it's just a little bit to the south. It's sort of as you stand on the edge of the embankment and look over, the dark waters look no different to any other patch that you guys have been moving through. Um, it's only when you actually test it that you, you feel that effect. And as you sort of realize this, you start to think, oh, maybe we got a bit lucky in our movements through the swamp because if there's more, <laughs> if there's more patches of earth like this, we might run into some trouble at different points. Um, is it, is it just me, or maybe in our movements further in, we should be a bit careful of said little um, traps in the earth? That would be prudent. <laughs> yes, this might not have been fun for any of us to have fallen in. It's oh well, still not that fun. It's good for bodies, though. <laughs> I'll chuck a body in there. 
Yep. Chuck a body in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you you guys, it, with with all of you together working as a team, you have no problems at all throwing these lizard folk um, bodies into the into the bog. After barely a few minutes, the last scaly tail disappears from view as the bodies are pulled below, leaving nothing but a few bubbles rising to the surface slowly of this area of bog. And well, that's that'll what come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that was fun. I can't do it now. Goodbye. Your path has ended. Alright. Well, um... Should we have a quick little short rest? Does everyone want to do that? Before we keep venturing in? Sure. Sounds good. Okay. Don't forget to say yes in case, uh, in case people yeah. can't see you nodding. <laughs> yeah, you guys are more than welcome to take a short rest. All right, a few things I'd like to know. Um, there is a patch of dry land. That's where you guys are right now. Uh, are you setting up a fire? Um, how long are you short resting for? Just a standard short rest. Um, and are you setting up any sort of tents or anything like that? And is mm. anyone... Yeah, talk, talk me through. Like, how? What's the structure of this camp and, and what, are we, what are we doing? I think... Okay, watch. Yeah, it's up to everyone else, of course, but I think it's going to be more like a just sort of find like a tree or something or a rock to sit on or sit next, uh, lean on and just sort of eat some rations, eat some, get some water in you and stuff like that, I guess. Yeah. Maybe not for, necessarily um, a fire. Yeah. For a short rest, you don't need to worry too much about going on watch. That's not as important. Um, that's okay. more for uh, that's more for a long rest when people are sleeping. It's not as vital for a short rest. And I feel like with our team composition, actually going out in darkness might be a bit better for us while we're sneaking around potentially maybe maybe alrighty so um, you're welcome to roll hit dice any other effects that you get on a short rest you are able to uh, get back um, any spell slots or things like that any abilities that recover on a short rest you recover um, um, as well I get song of rest if any if you or any friendly creatures who can hear your performance uh, regain hit points at the end of the short rest by spending one or more hit dice each of these creatures regains an extra 1d6. So, so if you use a hit who's, die, yeah. awesome. you get a one extra 1d6. Oh, sweet! Thank you. So, yeah. So you get to there as well. God, but, um, healing. What? So much. I think I think the way to think about it is, just as we're like sort of chilling out, I think um, Illyrian will be playing just a little like song in his flute or something. Nothing too crazy at all, just something like... Just to sort of soothe everyone. I don't want it to be too loud either to attract attention. Yeah, okay. Um, do you want to make me a stealth check then? Alright, let's do it. Also, as as um, Illyrian is playing his... 19, nice. Nice. As he's playing his very, music. Very, very quietly. <laughs> yeah, very quietly. <laughs> yeah. Illyrian is um, doing some... What you could suppose would be stretches... But it's sort of a mix between like tai chi, yoga, and contortionism, as he sort of just like a cat. Okay. As he sort of just yeah, he's just going through his motions and keeping his his muscles all limber. Absolutely, you you guys see Talari doing uh, at sometimes what you would have assumed to be impossible uh, positions and, and movements, but somehow his lithe cat form seems able to move with grace and with ease through these, uh, through these, uh, almost like a carter, right? Like a military carter. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Yeah. Um, Illyrian, you play softly, deftly, 
and with great musicality. Um, and Sorry, you, you're doing it. You're doing it as well, Azua. Are you going to match yeah, him? Yeah, I'm, I'm joining in. Hey, nice. Nineteen <laughs> acrobatics. You nice. again. You you actually do a really good job, Talari. Watching him, you're actually pretty impressed with his ability to keep up with you. He is just as just as lithe, just as able to do some of the forms. He seems a bit um, inexperienced with this specific caster, as this is one of yours. Um, but he follows along, and after a few stumbled moments, he he seems to get the hang of it, and, and sure enough, matches you very closely after that. Um, and yeah, Lyrian plays a very soft, very quiet, somber song in the background that actually sort of matches in with the tonality and the musicality of the of the insects that are now rising up as the night falls. Um, you do a very good job of sort of disguising the music as just flowing in, in and around the ambient music, and all of you gain those abilities. I have rolled for a random encounter. No random encounter happens. <laughs> as, <It's random. laughs> as, as you guys enjoy your short rest... Um, the only sounds you hear are those of insects and occasional animals moving through the swamp. There's a few splashes off to the north at, at a point that sound like they could be from a large animal, but the sound moves away from you very quickly and doesn't seem to return. Um, occasionally you would glimpse very slight balls of light moving through the trees and through the swampland in front of you and to the sides of you, but only for an instant, almost like an illusion or, or a, a, um, a, a mirage. It's very hard to keep an eye on them for more than a second or so and they're gone. Different colours, almost like mirrors dancing lights. And that's you just sort of see them off in the distance every so often. These little flashes of light as these balls, these orbs of the light move between the trees. Uh, but they don't approach any closer. And you complete your short rest. Um, Wiltix, you can see you were tracking the um, tracking the pathway. Yeah. You know that the pathway leads directly to the north east through the swamp uh, and it looks like it's heading towards an area of much deeper water uh, where land is going to be a lot harder to come by uh, and a lot harder to follow okay um well you know i'll point this out to everyone and uh just ask can, can you guys swim because it looks like they're going to find it a bit hard to walk this way i can oh, can we swim how do you know uh, you, yeah, you can all unless unless you have a specific thing saying you can't swim, you all have a uh, uh, an ability to swim. Oh, um, look at the big! I, cat I know that's not strictly... to see if it actually likes water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's up to, it's up to you whether you like to swim. Um, but if you're a mammal, you instinctively have the ability to swim. Um, I, just mean, to... I can swim, but oh, yeah, <laughs> nah, I get that. <laughs> can you describe for the podcast? Can you describe what you just did there, Michael? He kind of. Um... Just sort of uh, shudders, and the, and the little fur stands up on the back of his neck. He's just, <laughs> I can swim, but it makes me feel a little clean. Yes, dirty, <laughs> dirty, a little uncomfortable. Dirty. I'm a dirty boy. <laughs> oh. um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I, I uh, use your character's okay. voices against you. I apologise, all of you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Wiltix, you've got a pretty good idea of where the pathway leads from this point onwards. And it's up okay. to you guys where you want to go. Do you guys want to follow me down the pathway towards the uh, the castle? Down the mellow shit road. Alrighty, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, um, I'll leave it's... I'll leave you guys open on the swamp map just so that you can get an appreciation of the ambiance of the situation. But we'll be moving into theater of the mind as you guys head forwards. Uh, but I'll leave the Perfect. I'll leave the swamp open just so that you can. And I'll remove the. Um, I'll remove the lights just so you can enjoy the full, like almost like an image, just the, the full, beautiful trees and swamp around you. Ooh, 
Oh. I know, right? Oh. <laughs> um, oh. Oh. As you guys begin to head into the swap plant, the first few hours is tangled marshland. The ground, or what passes for dry, is soggy with water near every surface. Um, and the deeper you head into this swamp, the more wet patches and pathways and um, crisscrossing canals seem to interrupt the land. What I would like to know is how are you guys proceeding through the swamp? We know Wiltix is leading on the trail. What are the rest of you doing to deal with this environment? And what are you doing to help the party? So we'll go one by one. Illyrian, what are you doing while this is happening? Um, and where would you be in the order, the marching order? I feel like Illyrian actually likes to be at the back when they're adventuring, just so he can quickly shift into forms. Um, what am I doing to help? That's a very good Not question. Not necessarily help. You, you can do things to hinder. You don't have to help. I'm flinging Eldritch my... Blasts at every tree I see. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I'm looking at like, my, like spells and such. Mm. No spells really help out. No um, tenses floating disc just to hover above the landscape. It'll be nice. <laughs> well, look, I think it'd be, up. I think it would be such, I think it'd be stuff like using Eldrith Blast to like maybe smash away vegetation stuff that is barring the path or something like yeah. that. Because it is forced. It's a force cantrip, so yeah. I think it'd be very good at blasting paths. Yeah, through, absolutely. Uh, more difficult terrain. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's a really good use of your yeah. really good use of your time and your abilities. Fantastic, and it's a cantrip, so you can just keep doing it. Yeah, um, exactly. Mira, 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 what are you doing? Mira, Mira. If you use my voice, it's not even my voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's the voice of an NPC. <laughs> Just a oh, heads up, Claire, cool. your mic has just dropped out and we're hearing you through Michael's mic, just so you know. Yep, we can't we can't hear you, Claire. You'll have to double check your mic. That sucks. On the upside, Michael can just pretend like he's talking in Claire's voice. Yeah. Like just the best voice. <laughs> yeah, there, there we go. Look at that. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, just double double check Claire. You might need to um, might need to unplug and replug. It's me tonight. Hey, okay, we're, we're getting you a little bit now. That's better. Yeah. Yeah, that's much better. Perfect. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, she's so using shape you... water. Yep. Fantastic. Great fix. use of shape water. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Is there, never, really is there ever a bad use of shape water though? That's the no, not really. No, shape water is the most abusable cantrip. Um, yes. No, shape water is great. So you're clearing pathways. You're keeping the bog out of Wiltix's tracks you're actually helping him find tracks that otherwise would be underneath water or mud that you wouldn't be able to see otherwise awesome i love it so you're up the front with wiltix wiltix i was going to say that it's actually quite hard for you to move through this bog at your height not anymore it's not it's not with mirror doing shape water you have no troubles traversing this terrain and finding the tracks you have advantage on your um uh, uh, survival check i'm going to get you to do in a little bit so you've got advantage on that because of mirror's help yeah virtual high five (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Azua. I'll also just do a little minor oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, you know how you when you go on those tour groups, like when you're in Rome and stuff, and they're holding <laughs> that little like umbrella thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Nice. I love just it. Just in case, in case you guys can't see me at the front. But... Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, Azua, what are you doing? Uh, are we trying to be sneaky? Is that that's up to what? you guys? You can you can help the group be sneaky. Absolutely. Uh, I will go into stealth then. Uh, and maybe try and find the best way through. Alrighty, then 20 stuff. Yeah. I'll get you to, to make me a <clears throat> um, perception check as well really quickly, but it's going to be it's yeah. going to be stealth and perception working together, so make me a quick perception check as well, just really quickly, and we'll, we'll combine them yeah. together. Perception of 12. So yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. The average there is 16, so 20 stealth and 12 perception. Um, using a combination of very light careful footwork your knowledge of how to be sneaky moving through different environments and then your ability to look out ahead while wiltix is fully focused on the pathway you're actually focused on keeping you guys from making any like blunders like splashing um stepping on any obvious twigs and leaves making sure the pathway is actually clear enough um zipping ahead sometimes to make it clear and then occasionally yeah. darting behind to hide your presence hide your tracks to, um, okay. to quickly brush away uh you guys, yeah, you're going to be much harder to detect now. That was, that's a really, really good idea. You, you guys are much harder to detect. I'm actually going to up your passive stealth as you move mm -hmm. through this environment for that. That's Except very, very when nice. you just hear these random Eldritch Blasts. Eldritch Blasts. Eldritch As you blast them the detection. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 he just sounds like a dubstep song. Like the breakdown. <laughs> 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 as he walks through with these Eldritch Blasts and then the shape water like <laughs> you know what I might do though quickly Owen yeah. I'm just going to add something when yeah, I do yeah, an yeah. Eldritch Blast I'm going to use Minor Illusion to make a sound to make it sound like the Eldritch Blast has went off and then I'm going to try and make it like try and mask it as if it's almost like a, a animal doing something okay what sort of animal noise is happening while you're Eldritch Blasting <laughs> I think it depends on how loud the Eldritch Blast is so, it, as rules is written, Eldritch Blast does not make a noise. So, wow. <laughs> I, it, if you read the, if you read the description of the spell, it doesn't specify that it makes a noise. Right. So you um, actually add in a noise. So, well, well it still it still will make a noise though when it hits like let's say exactly. a tree branch breaks it. Yes. So I'm gonna exactly make right. like a tree branch get broken and then maybe like a bear have like a sniffle or a roar like a little roar or something like, just <laughs> it's make like, like there's a bear the, it's like the skyrim the skyrim bear, bear noise bear the skyrim bear noise like, just looped so every, every just, bah, bro, bah, just yeah bro. Just, just like just nothing like oh too God. in your face but just to make it seem like it to anyone that's walking around it's just a bear walking around doing this shit okay <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Because when sure. when Eldritch Blast breaks tree branches and stuff, like there's still going to be a big, yeah. like sound. Yeah, I mean, it's. I would have personally maybe gone for like a fluttering of wings as a bird flies through some branches. But bear's way better, and, uh, and now you have to stick with bear because that's what you said. I'm just so. trying to <laughs> just trying to think of when I break things with like. I like, like the bear. Like, I'm a I'm a huge fan. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. There's nice. a bear roaming so, around. Every so often, like, I'd say that you guys, even after once or twice, you get startled by this. Is like, occasionally you hear this... <laughs> <laughs> from the undergrowth, as this bear noise just goes through. Uh, nice. Um, Talari, so, what are you doing? Well, I'm going to be behind Wiltix and Mira, and sort of going out to the sides, 
almost serpentine. And what he's doing mm -hmm. is um, he's using his staff and making sure there's no more of those bogs. Oh, very nice. I will have very... you roll me a perception or investigation with advantage. Because you already know what you're looking for. You lucky little shit. 16, 19. Nice. Um, with your expert guidance, there's a few close calls where as Mira is in the process of shaping water, she uncovers one of these and then they go to step forward and you're like, oh, no, 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 please, please let me test this first. <laughs> and you give it a poke and sure <laughs> enough, this is an area that you should not be walking on. Um, with your expert guidance and your quick reflexes, you completely negate this danger of the swamp. You are very, very quick at finding these. You are very proficient at finding them. It takes you no time at all, and it does not slow down the party's movements. Wiltix, it's all on you now. I would like you to roll me a survival check or a perception mm. check as you follow the trail. Uh, let's do perception check, because... I thought you might. 15. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Not the bad. 15. Wiltix, you have the scent. One of the lizard folk who was handling this cargo was chewing on some sort of clove or some sort of like fennel seed. It is a very pungent scent of smell. You have it locked in and you have no problems at all tracking this scent through the swamp. Despite the various other smells, this rotten egg smell that permeates the swamp, um, the occasional sort of release of methane gas from a fetid puddle. Excuse me, I'm just mm. releasing some methane gas on my own there with a quick burp. Um, just, to, just to get you guys in the zone. The immersion is so strong. The immersion. I feel like I'm there. Um, as, you, as, you, as you move through, you have no problems locating this trail. Uh, and you bypass a number of the dangers of the swamp. Very nicely done, you guys. Working as a team, you completely nullified all of the possible dangers the swamp has to offer. Very, very nicely done. Um... After two hours of walking uh, carefully through this area, you come across a large stream, its banks overflowing into the surrounding swampland. And ahead of you, off towards the north, off towards the right, is a small jetty with a number of boats tied up Ooh, against it. Nice. Um, you see no other figures nearby, you hear no other noises nearby. Or do we want to go uh, suss it out? Can, any, can we see any other people around? Or uh, I'd say with your... We'll use your previous roles just because that's how you were travelling through. Um, you see no one else around. Okay. So is this the entry... So it's it's just the jetty. It's not an entry to the castle. Sorry. It's, it's, just, it's, uh, sorry, it's, 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 it's still deep within the swamp. There's no signs of castle yet. Um, okay. It looks like a wooden jetty built out into this large stream that's overflowing into the swamp area. Um, the swamp continues on both sides of the stream, uh, and the trail Wiltix seems to head across and then downriver a bit. And actually, um, contrary to popular belief, a scent trail is kept even better on the surface of a water. So if you're a, if you were a bloodhound, for example, you'd actually have an easier time following a scent trail on the surface of the water. Um, cool fun fact. So Wiltix, you you're like you're like ah these fools, oh. they've <laughs> they've preserved my trail even better. <laughs> Um, yeah, they, they seem to have headed upstream. Um, it seems to be heading upstream. And it looks like from this point onwards, the bog is so deep that boat is one of the... It's, it's probably the safest way forwards. Cool. So the two boats or one, do you say? Uh, you can see... Let me just quickly pull open. You can see four boats. Oh, um, they're cool. quite small. It looks like two can fit into a boat. 
Uh, well, I, I guess Wiltix and... Uh, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. Um, all right. Do we want to split up into boats and uh, head upstream, guys? Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Um, so who... Does anyone have the uh, tool proficiency for sea, is sea vehicles? Is that a thing? So, yeah. So there'd be a, a vehicles uh, sea or vehicles ocean. Um if anyone is proficient in that, that's that's awesome. Let me know now if you're proficient in seagoing vessels. If you're not, it's actually okay um, because you're going to be moving across. It's just punting. It's it's, cool. it's there's like large poles that push against the ground. Um, it, it's not very hard. <laughs> oh, that's good because I'm not proficient in it. <laughs> you don't have to worry. Uh, so, how are you guys getting into the boats, and who is in what boat? Well. I'll, I'll jump into one boat and I'm just going to stand right at the tip of the boat and point forward to <laughs> where I want people to row. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice, nice. Maybe I'll go in with Wiltix because I can also help shape water to make it easier for him to navigate again. Yeah, and that's maybe, a really good point. Maybe Azua go with them as well because I think it makes sense considering that they're the OG three. Well, me and, Alir- uh, me and T- Teleri are like buddies like outside of like knowing these guys so maybe me and Teleri can go into a boat together I think it just for like purposes of like com- like everyone knowing each other as long as they have I think it makes yeah. sense that the OG3 would stick together the that makes OG3. a lot of sense yeah, yeah. and the boats that are in like this they're in, all in good condition I'm assuming there's no oh do you want to make me an investigation check I do that's a good point uh sh- 19. Nice. Uh, one of the canoes has a rotten base, and you think any sort of weight put on it will begin to sink the canoe. Cool. So I'll point that out to the guys, and then yeah. I might ask, uh, do you want to maybe, do we want to maybe put a little hole in the other one as well in case someone's following us? That's a good idea, idea, actually. Yeah. Just in case I anyone like follows from behind. Bit of saboteur. Like. Hmm. So I'll go to one of the boats and just probably like maybe at the back in the corner where they can't see, I'll put a little hole in it. And that way, yep. as soon as someone steps in it with that extra weight, water will start rushing in. Nice. I like it. Fantastic. Perfect. All right. Well, onwards. <laughs> onwards, dudes. <laughs> Fantastic. And you guys begin heading out into the swamp. Now you're going to keep following the scent trail. What I will get you guys to do is, can I please have uh, Wiltix roll me a d12, please, Wiltix. A dice, yes. Yes, a dice. Specifically a d12. Seven. Seven. Uh, Alrighty. Wiltix, after about 20, 30 minutes of paddling, off towards the front left on the other side of the river, you see a tiny, almost what looks like a bobbing lantern light in the distance, moving through the trees, this coloured ball of light, similar to what you saw previously, just very gently bobbing through the trees off to the side. And as you guys sort of come up level with them, two more of these lights begin to emerge from the trees and bob just off to the shore, almost enticingly. Okay. Um, mm. I might just whisper to Miran as well. Just be like, I see some lights up ahead. Um, 
it's on the other side, you said, up ahead, is that correct? Like, a little bit further that upstream? Is, that is correct, yeah, a little bit further upstream. Um, would I be able to just also do a minor illusion? I know I can only, I can only do, like, a five-foot cube or whatever it is, but mm -hmm. would I be able to make a rectangle which would cover the side of the canoe, just in the same colour as what the water is that we're on? Yes, it, it, within the five-foot, you absolutely can. 100%. Yep, so you can you can make any any object illusionary inside of that five foot space. So yes, cool. you can definitely That's do that. Just to mimic the water that we're on, so that way if someone yeah. does look over, then yeah, uh, you can definitely do that. And uh, uh, I might try and signal to the other two on the boats behind us and try and point the lights out if they can see it. Yeah, as you gesture over, all of you can now see these bobbing lights moving about in the darkness. What's um? What did Wiltix do again? Minor illusion. Sorry, he hid the boat and himself. From the site, so now there's it's very hard okay. to see. Yeah. Um, so who's so how many people do does it need to have the boat? Like how many people need to be rowing the boat? Uh, it's just one person at the back punting. Okay. So then, if Tilleri punts, then I'll I'll sort of look at um, Wiltix as he's done that, and I'll go, hmm, yeah, that's actually it's very that's very uh, good actually, and I'll I'll do minor illusion as well, and it's sort of similar to mimic him. So now we're both sort of. Doing the same thing in Minor Illusion. Very nice. And then in the boat with Mira and uh, Azua. Oh, you're uh, with Wiltix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wiltix yeah, yeah. yeah. is in one and I'm in the other, so yeah. Yeah. I, I saw him do it and I'm like, whoa, that's actually a good idea. So I've started sort Very of nice. doing that as well. So what are your spell save DCs? Because I need to roll something against your spell save DCs. Uh, how do we figure that out again? Because it's not on my sheet. Oh, so it's, it'd be ten plus, your, 10 plus your intelligence. 10 plus my intelligence. So yeah. 13. Yeah, 13. 13. 13 as well. Ooh, okay. As you guys begin moving forwards with these illusions up, the balls of light get closer and closer and closer until they're almost level with you, five foot away. And then they turn and move back into the darkness, into the tree line, bobbing as they go, seemingly fooled by your illusion. <laughs> Nicely oh. done. Nicely done. Can we see done. what kind of creatures or anything that they were? Yeah, do, do you want to make me a, uh, do you wanna make me a nature check? I think nature. Jared knows what it is. Or Arcana. Nature or Arcana. I'd allow either. Oh, Assist? Just because I'm... Oh, actually, Arcana's better if I can roll that again, if that's all right. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I said it. I said it after you said. Uh, that's a twelve. Twelve. Um, yeah, Wiltix. As you look at these things, you think these are will o' the wisps. Or I, I figured. Wisps. I figured yeah, they these, were. You, what you know about them is you pull open your yeah. As you pull open your um, uh, your lexicon, your um, legermain, mm -hmm. and consult your bestiary, suddenly appearing uh, as you've now seen these and recognise what they are. Filling the pages is some information on the will o' wisps. Um, Will-o'-wisps are malevolent, wispy balls of light that haunt lonely places and battlefields, bound by dark fate or dark magic to feed on fear and despair. Um, they are the souls of evil beings that perished in anguish or misery as they wandered forsaken lands permeated with powerful magic. They thrive in swampy bogs and bone-strewn battlefields, where the oppressive weight of sorrow stoops even heavier than the low-hanging mist and fog. Wow. Well, and that's what it says. The, uh, yeah. That was just a little dodge. Very good. Your, yeah, your, yeah. your ledge is very poetic in the way it describes things. <laughs> I was going to say that uh, I'm, I'm impressed with what I'm reading. Yeah. <laughs> I pretend like um, I wrote that. 
seriously guys, nicely done. After a very short amount of time and having avoided every single danger the swamp could throw at you, I'm going to bring you across to a new map. I'll just copy mm -hmm. your player tokens first so that I can get the um, get the lights working. Because you guys are giant because of the way the tokens work. Perfect. Oh, they were wow, very yeah. pretty though. What was that, sorry? The Will of the Wisp, they were quite pretty. Very pretty, but very <laughs> dangerous. Uh, alrighty, perfect. Let me bring you across. Oh, awesome. Uh, and actually, sorry, it is actually night time, so... Ooh. Fancy. Wow. That does, that does look nice. The dynamic lighting on Roll20 is mint. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Um, emerging from the fog and the tree line. Uh, actually, you guys are on boats, so let me put down some little boats for you. Uh, emerging from the fog and the tree line, rising above, almost hidden at first and then suddenly appearing in front of you, is the large shape of a ruined castle. Almost looking like it's sinking into the bog itself. Um, is this large shape, the castle rising high. You can see there's a large dirt road. Um, let me just put you guys on this boat. Uh, it was Talari and Illyrian. Um, yeah, as you look forward, you can see it's almost, it almost looks like the castle is sinking into the bog. Um, the foundations have been mostly consumed by the rising water. Um, and as you continue forwards, you can see that there is a large moat that's been dug around the outside of the castle. On the battlements, you can see a number of guards, a mixture of humans uh, and humanoids, halflings, elves, half-elves, uh, a couple of dragonborn moving about and uh, one or two goliaths patrolling the top levels of the battlements. It looks like if you were to take this on head first, you would be in for a tough fight. Not impossible, but tough. And that is what you guys see. Cool. Uh -huh. Oh, is there Jared, like we've a... lost you from roll twenty. Oh, there you are, you're back. Come on, carry on. Sorry, my yeah, my roll twenty just all good. No, no, that's backwards. okay. Um, yeah, you can see also. I'll say that where you guys are um, at this area here, which is a landing, there are a couple of other dugout canoes that have been pulled up onto the shore. Um, a couple of paddles abandoned around them. You can see that they have been hastily left aside, and the trail seems to end here and then uh, the water part of the trail and then it continues on land up towards the main gate of the castle um, towards the south this area below uh, in here you can see uh, it looks like there is a five foot high wall a wooden stockade made from sturdy logs driven deep into the earth um, bound together with twisting fiber uh, it's very hard to see anything inside And then off towards the distance is the main gate, uh, which I will ping on your maps over here. Okay. So uh, this secondary stockade that you pinged here, it's just is that separate... connected to the castle? No, not at all. It's just a separate... It's a basically a round 
a bunch of wooden um, uh, stakes that have been driven into the ground about five feet high. That's just been driven into the ground, forming this almost looks like a fence or a barrier or some sort of stockade, um, a semi-permanent structure. Doesn't look like it was built at the same time as the castle. Looks like it's been added more recently. The wood hasn't yet rotted, but it has grown moss and lichen. Hmm. Mm, indeed. What's our plan, mm, what's so that plan guys? Calling and up with the other boats, are we? Yes, you you have caught up with the boats, but there is no one on them. So the boats are located. Um, basically just on the the side of the riverbank here. You can see the river continues down a short distance away and it looks like there are a number of huts off in the distance um, built upon the shore. And on the bank, is there like any reeds or anything like that or is it just... Yes, you can see the reeds here and that's how you guys are staying hidden. The reeds are long and and very, very Mm. tall, um, easily six to seven feet tall, these long reeds. And so you think that at the moment you're partially hidden behind these. Is there so, somewhere we can hide the boats? That's what I was going to say, in the reeds maybe, if we drag them up? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. This is a yeah, otherwise on the other side of the river there's an area that you could hide them in the reeds and then there's a few stepping stones here that you guys could move across if you wanted to, to get across the land. That's probably a better idea. Which one looks more hidden from just like looking at um, it? I guess probably the one across the river, right? Because it's less likely to be searched because they would have to move across the water to check the boats. But you're going to probably get your feet wet coming back. So it's up to you. It's I, I was going to say, only if we want to get out quickly, we might be in a bit of strife if we have to cross the river. But um, Possibly. That's a good point. So uh, I've just mentioned to you guys, what, what if we hide these in the, the reeds here to the side? Even if they see them, they'll just think it's their boats. And um, I'm going to steal the oars from uh, the other boats and I'm just going to push them into the water. Classic move. Oh, classic Miltics. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, well, we could do, we could uh, also put a little hole in their boat. Just enough so that uh, when they start moving, it'll sink. Oh, Wait a second. Out. This sounds like it's been done before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the weirdest sense of deja Wiltics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming from different. someone else. Well, is, is, my is only thing is... that is that explosive? we could maybe rig to blow if someone were to step into the boat. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, hello. Wow. Welcome to Larry. Um, I love that. <laughs> Does anyone have any explosives on them? No. No. I only have unfortunately. I only have before. That's a shame. That would have been really cool. I, w- I wish I did. Damn. <laughs> maybe we'll find now. something in the castle. We never know. Uh, all right, well, oars in the river it is. Oars <laughs> in the river it is. All right, so uh, you're what pulling up dramatic. on this bank, pulling up on this bank here, just the the one that's against the main road, the pathway leading into the yeah. castle. Perfect. Yeah. I will beach your boats. I will beach your boats as. Oh, boats are beached, us bro. Our boats are fully beached oh in God. the reeds. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there's no goblins. There's no goblins about. You don't need to worry about the New Zealand. Um, and then you continue to move on towards the uh, the north. Um, there are a total of nine oars. You just chuck them in the water. Splish, splash, bloosh. <laughs> there are now no hey, methods of propulsion. A, have we hidden our oars, though? Our oars are with the boat, yeah? Uh, yeah, so you guys, you guys have, like, a, a long pole with each of your boats that's used to punt. Yeah, cool. I just didn't want you to be like, yeah, you throw all yours in there. <laughs> <laughs> am, I, am I that kind of deal? Do I ever do that to you guys? Wait, we supposed well, to keep one? 
I don't know. Well, we didn't specif specifically say. No, I, oh. I assume. I assume your <laughs> yeah. characters. I, unless your characters have a base intelligence of like four, I assume that you have like <laughs> some level of common sense. I mean, and there I are some things. <laughs> Talari goes to pick up one of your oars, and you guys are like, whoa, hang on, mate. <laughs> whoa, 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 hang on a minute. Whoa. Yeah, whoa, <laughs> there. Actually, I'm also minus one. So me and Talari also like we're talking about like we're like yeah, you guys aren't focusing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're seeing who can throw them far further and lost hand. We're gonna. And we're as like you both have the punt in hand, ready to jump. Yeah. We'll, oh my god, we're testing it on all the oars, and we're throwing yeah. them all in to see who can go further. But we weren't paying attention <laughs> to the number. So then you guys will start to near like two, and then Talari picked up the la like the second last one, and I picked up the last one. We're about to chuck it in and see who can throw it further. And you guys are like, whoa there. What are you, whoa, 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 Hey, it was uh, it was pretty good, wasn't it? Unfortunately, it was not as far as yours. Actually, whose strength? What's your strength? Um, actually, what is my strength? A little bit of emirate comes out. <laughs> zero. <laughs> how tall are you? <laughs> yeah, how tall are you? <laughs> are you zero? Plus zero. You... Oh, okay, so yeah, he I'm a minus one for strength. So I'm gonna say that Solari yeah. threw it just a bit further. <laughs> so in, the, in this in this modern day D and D versions of poo sticks. Talari's just just the winner. Just a nice. little bit. Just the winner. Nice. I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys are definitely getting into the spirit of like castle assault right now. I love it. This is so good. You're taking you're taking this as seriously as it deserves to be taken. Um, alrighty, perfect. So, that's true. Um, so, having disabled the modes of transportation, the water transportation for this entire group, what's your next plan? Where are you guys headed next? Yeah, towards the north there are a series of huts. I um, think stealthing would be very, very uh, good. As well as using those yeah. cloaks that we have. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes that's very good. Uh, two of you guys That's fine. Um, I'm going to sort of stand behind some of the reeds, Owen, and yep. away from prying eyes, aka mm -hmm. party members. I'm going to yep. use a quick stealth. Okay, so this is only for the. <laughs> The change. We're People not going to use that stealth yeah. roll that I'm stealthing later. Okay. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly shift into the guy I sketched from the um, cultist caravan. Yep, absolutely. Uh, after a few seconds, you take on his fall. Okay. And uh, so behind Reed, so some people. Look, seven's pretty low for stealth, so everyone's pretty much going to see this because passive perception. If they're like looking at, if they're trying to look, you know, through the reeds and at me as I change, um, it's up to them. Um, but yeah, if they do look, they'll see just a, a, some shapes moving, um, some uh, glints of like white coming through and stuff like that. Um, so like white skin, pale, like white hair and such. And then I'll walk back out as um, the cultist. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's what I want to see. Saunters over to Mira and be like, he knows we can see him, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Not I mean, quite we're all sure. watching. Maybe you can feel that. You know how you can feel that? People so, watching. 
I guess it'll, it'll be up to Owen how much you guys can see because seven's pretty low. But I was hiding behind Ray, anyone, so it's up to yeah, Owen. If anyone's got a passive perception of greater than seven, um, oh, well, then. which is even me, actually. <laughs> what you see is, is as Talari moves into the into the area uh, nearby, there is a brief moment of a shimmer as he moves through the reeds because he's still moving at this point as he moves through the reeds there's this almost like a shimmer and a flicker of white and you watch as his eyes turn dark for a few seconds this wave of white flesh moves across closely followed by the cultist skin tones um yeah almost, almost looks like his his flesh ripples a little bit but it's only for a second as he moves through the reeds and the movement of the reeds throws off your um, your sight for a little bit, so you're not quite sure whether you've seen this or whether you've imagined it. If it's um, if it's an action, by the way, Owen, would that be six yeah. seconds? Six roughly? seconds. Yeah. So yeah, just, um, I'm saying it's even quicker because you're moving through the reeds. You're only catching glimpses yeah. of this as it happens, um, but they do still see a like, familiar. I think familiar now, familiar flash of white. Well, um, Azua hasn't seen this yeah. yet, so Azua hasn't. So yeah, Azua, you see Illyrian skin. And his face and sh- and sh- and form shift into this white flesh first, and then into um, uh, into a humanoid form and into this into this cultist. Uh, for Andrew, he's a little bit like a um, Kandra. Oh, okay. Except rather than going transparent, he just goes like a white color. Ah, what's, cool. What's that? What's that? Right? Don't oh. worry about it. It's for it's for it's for Andrew's yeah. Andrew's ears. Oh, story. Like That's it. really cool. Yeah, interesting. Um, cool. cool. So I'll, I'll walk out from behind the reeds and um, I'll go. Oh, what was his voice again like? Because it actually lets me change the voice too. Um, it says in the thing. All right, guys. Uh, was it more like? Oh, what was it again? Like yeah, I was, do you more, remember? More like this. That was the voice of the bandit that you, the cops yeah. that you copied. It sounded like this, mate. Yeah, so a bit more like this, mate. All right, that's it. You got it. Ready to uh, get into this castle to find some different avenues of approach? Can I, I think just... that would be the smartest thing to do. Is anyone else going to ask who is the real one? <laughs> ah. What, what do you mean there, uh, Mira? Well, your disguises are so impressive. I wonder if you were disguised when we met you. Are you saying that uh, you're saying that Alarian might not be actually who I am? Well, T, I'm suspicious Look. of everyone. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be. <laughs> I think. I think he's been around you guys for long enough. I think he's gotten a good. Actually, you know, hold on. I'm gonna. This will determine if I tell you the truth or not. I'm gonna do an insight check. Persuasion. I'm gonna roll an insight check because I need to figure out if Alirian trusts you guys like yet. Has that sound Owen? Yeah, I think that's very fair. Like, I, I, I was more than happy to let you decide how much Alirian and, and how you want to do it. So yeah. So insight what do you reckon? Sounds good. I like it. Ten or lower, he doesn't trust you guys. Ten or higher, he does, and he'll. Yeah, shoot. if you if you feel ten's a nice place to put it, it's, it's up to you. So if you feel like they've done a really good job of persuading, oh you, oh my god, natural twenty. Oh wow, twenty two. You love us. You love. You you okay? So insight. So you 
now have the knowledge of this group that Jared, the player, has of this group. In terms of <laughs> you, you have a fair idea of what their motivations are. Um, you know that generally, while chaotic, their intentions are mostly good. Um, and despite occasionally well, making that's poor a lot decisions, different now because Emric's not here anymore. Yeah, so a lot more yeah. good. Yeah, you you get the impression that occasionally they make mistakes, but generally this group want to do the right thing and they're very accepting very open um they look to be very trustworthy okay cool 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 okay and so Wiltix is clearly possessed uh, what was that sorry yeah no carry on <laughs> <laughs> i look at everyone uh, look if i'm gonna travel you guys for a bit longer than you know if i'm gonna follow this through all the way to potentially thwarting the uh, dragon queen herself i guess i might have to show you who i really am so um what i'll do is as i'm looking at everyone and i'll say this though but i need to say this right now you cannot and i stress this tell anyone because i know you guys very well from the brief moment we've been with each other i know that you guys are a little too trusting you've uh when i asked you for all your names you gave your your name straight away especially since you were on a subdiffusion mission so i'm telling you right now <laughs> you have to be very careful with this next bit of information for only a very few know um, and as i look at everyone i'll sort of have my hand sort of come across my face and as it does i'll drop i'll, I'll start like i'll sort of like you'll start seeing rippling and as my hand moves across the occultist face won't be there anymore as you see my actual character so i i have almost finished the artwork for your changeling form so i will be including it next stream it, it will be ready next stream um, so yes yeah would you uh, like to describe your yeah, yeah. whispering is a changeling he's not a half elf um Ooh, i think you guys started, started playing you probably figured out like that was sort of the case because um, Claire was on it pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like at the start, like I didn't really. I, I, I just, I just wanted to drop some hints. Oh, I might have talked about it a bit before, but there was little things at the start that were a little bit hiccupy. But anyway, um, but yes. Yeah, so his name. Cool. I won't say the name just yet. But what he looks like now in front of you is he's five foot ten, uh, white skin. I'm not talking like. Like, like you know, I'm not talking like, like Caucasian white. I'm talking about like like, actual, like translucent, opaque white skin. Or not translucent. translucent. Or no, no, it's paper, just, paper. it's just, it's just like, it's just the the color white as his skin. Um, but he's got like, uh, black eyes. I think it they'll still be like, I think it'll still look like a normal eye, not like just completely like demon black. But it, like the color is black. Uh, long flowing white hair. Um, and yeah, he'll look at you guys. He's he's a humanoid. Um, he, he features just looks like... are a bit more androgynous as well. You notice M much mm. less masculine than Illyrian. There's a bit more androgyny there as he as he, draws he Yeah, he is a male, but yeah, definitely mm. like um, what uh, Owen said because obviously they can shift into male or female. Um, but yeah, and um, I haven't come up with a voice for him just yet. I'm gonna say for now that. He doesn't really like talking too much in his actually changing form. He likes to be in the other forms um, and never really show the changing form, but he will 
So he'll just show that, and then he'll actually turn back into Illyrian, and he'll go, so, um, yes, that's, um, that's my true form. My, um, my name is Jin, but I, um, oh. I like to go by the alias of Illyrian Whisperer, and it's one of my more favorite personas to take upon, but, um, yes, there are many other personas that I use. Goodness, if this is what it takes to be a spy, I have absolutely no chance. <laughs> <laughs> I um I look at Mira. I sort of look at her I I in right of, right in front of her I actually take on the form of Mira. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I look at her Ooh, this is creepy. Um what's the voice? So yeah. I look at you. No. <laughs> he doesn't met him. He'll he'll look at Mira and be like, "Anything is possible." And that's it. I can't really do the hiss as much. I are you an exact it. copy of Mira, or are you just like exact a mirror image? Copy. Like, is the red and the? Oh, she is a mirror red. image. Oh. If, if you a looked, mirror if, image. <laughs> if you looked at Illyrian, with if you that's did inspiration inspection. <laughs> like I'll, I'll look, I'll quickly tell you guys. Shape changer as an action, you can change. Actually, what am I doing? That I'll just. Can I put him beyond? There yeah, you go. That's have fine. a read, read it out that. too. Read, read it out as well, just for the podcast listeners. Yeah, okay. For the listeners. Which want me too. <laughs> um, as an action, you can change your appearance and your voice. So I can actually like, my voice actually changes within my appearance. Um, you determine the specifics of the changes, including your coloration, hair length, and sex. You can also adjust your height and weight, but not so much that your size changes. So that's why I could go into a dwarf, yeah. but I can't go into a halfling. Uh, you can make yourself appear as a member of another race, though none of your game statistics change. You can't duplicate the appearance of a creature you've never seen, and you must adopt a form that has the same basic arrangement of limbs that you have. Your so we're allowing tails. We're allowing aren't tales, changed by this trait. You stay in the new form until you use an action to revert your to your true form until you die. So basically, Ooh. like, it's not magic. It's a feature. It's a... Uh, like a race thing so um if you did a physical inspection i would be identical pretty much to mira because i spent a lot of time with her but like we're doing with bog luck because i've only just seen him and i hadn't had time to study him it made sense that i would have to like like with the tattoos upon closer inspection you probably find that like yeah um the tattoos would be not hold up but for the most part like i look exactly like her and stuff um if it was like what's some of the magic like disguise self and stuff yeah then yeah magic could see through that if you use the yep. right spell or had the right feature but this is completely different yeah it's much harder to see through uh, i will say we we are changing a little bit i know those of you who are very heavy on rules as written it does say down the bottom that you stay in the new form until you use an action to revert your true form when you die we've we've changed it a little bit because that's shit um, and it doesn't give him much usability of it, so uh, we're, we're speeding that up a little bit. So Illyrian can sort of move between the forms. He just has to oh, have yeah. like a few seconds of the white moving across, just because that's cooler, and that's how we're doing it. I mean, like, yeah, if I wanted to do the actual like rules, then I'd have to like yeah, use exactly. it, wait change six back, seconds, and change, and then, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's cool that you're you're flexible like that. No, no, no. I think it's way better. It just makes more sense. So yeah, that's uh, that, so Illyrian is his like main persona, but I have a lot of notes i have like 20 personas i've just written like little like descriptions 20? about them That's i've just just that i've come up with and they're like little like just descriptions nothing too big 
just that I can change around and it gives me way more flexibility to like roleplay. Oh, that's really cool. Mm. A lot of fun. Great race. So yeah. So yeah, um, well yeah, does anyone, what, what, what does everyone think when they see this changeling called Jin now just sort of uh, 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 um, in front of them? I'd probably say do me next after you've uh, just done Mira. <laughs> but, uh... Oh yes, please. <laughs> yeah. I will change back into a Lyrian, like I said. Um, has anyone ever... Has oh. It... Oh, sorry, Jared. Sorry, go, go. No, I was going to say, unfortunately, this is no parlor trick. I cannot just change you like I can change myself. It's not magic. Actually, I could, though. I have Disguise Self, but I'm not going to use it. <laughs> oh, I, well, I can't I mean... cast it on other people, actually. Only myself. It's just you, yeah. It's Disguise Self. Yeah, it's cool. No, I'm, yeah. All right, what are you going to say, Andrew? Uh, has anyone ever seen something like this before? Uh... I'll get you if you if you want to see if you've ever heard of changelings or seen of changelings, you will have to roll a history or a perception check, a history or a arcana check. I might do that actually, considering that I change form. Yeah, yeah, no, never heard of it. Three, you've never heard of this before, is it? Twenty-three. Three. Nope. Oh my god! And Solari two. Yeah, you've never heard of shape oh changes god. before. <laughs> Wiltix, um, you have heard of shape changes before. And sixteen mirror, you've heard rumors. So I'll do I'll do mirror and Wiltex, and then Wiltex I'll give you the extra information you have from your twenty three. Um, mirror and Wiltex, you have heard tales before of people who whose forms are as uh, as changeable and as mutable as the weather and as, as the tide. So a number of elves, um, the uh, Ladrin, change their forms depending on the season and upon their mood. So there's a couple of races that do something similar to this in, in to a lesser degree, um, but they're there's a, a rumor of a very old race, almost as old as the original Eldar races of Nostea, the elves, the dwarves, and the giants. Um, a race that was created by the giants and their experiments, known as the changelings or um, the shapeshifters. They were always kept very small in number. They live very, very long lives, and they take on the appearance of creatures and people um, as they wish. There are a number of uh, of these changelings who appear more animalistic, and they, they tend to disguise themselves more as animals, and then there are humanoid shape changes, so ones that are a little bit more like the Chandra, uh, Andrew, and then ones that are a little bit more humanoid. Um, Wiltix, you have heard a bit more. In your research into your own shape-changing um, abilities, you came across some information. Um, there are rumors that the shape changing that happens through lycanthropy which was uh, created during the ruin was created by the dark gods during the ruin to try and create soldiers from the battlefield from from their enemies was actually used was based off of the abilities of the changelings themselves that they had been some of them had been captured and their abilities had been warped and perverted and turned into the lycanthropy um, so we kind of relate. Not many people, not many people know this. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, in a way, you guys are, are almost cousins. Um, they're, yeah, because because the changelings are so few in number. Most changelings know of most other changelings. Um, they, yeah. So there's a few changes to how they are in the in the um, uh, in the. I'm blanking on the name of that module. Someone, please help me. Um, Never on. 
Eberron, thank you. Oh my yeah, god, exactly. I, was, I kept Eberron. Yeah, there's a few changes to how they are in the Eberron uh, module. In um, in Nostea, uh, changelings are functionally immortal. They only die when they are killed. They do not age um, because their forms are Im- immutable. Like, they they don't they don't age okay. as normal races do. Let me they do that. All... Let me just change my oh, yeah. description there because he's twenty. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Illyrian. You're your your current your current form Illyrian is twenty eight. That's absolutely right. fine. Let's um, go with that. Yeah, uh, but you yourself would be far far older. Um, you would have been around long before the ruin. Um, you would have been. Oh my god! Okay, probably, cool. Yeah, yeah. You are you are the oldest character in this group by far. Oh, yes, um, that's sick. When that's a changeling. Awesome. Although, actually, if you want to be a new changeling, you can be, because when a changeling dies, if their body is found soon enough, um, a new soul is put upon it using a giant rune in a very, very... None of you guys know this. This is just Illyria. Uh, this is just Jin. Um, there is a secret to bring back and, and put a new spirit inside the body of the of the, um, of the changelings. And it's a, if, it's, if, it's, if the body has gotten to soon enough and the rune is inscribed... Um, the changeling is is essentially reborn as a new being. I think a whole new personality, a whole new memory. So it's up to you if you want to be a new one or if you want no, to be an old one. I actually think it makes sense due to the backstory, because um, to be a new one, to be a new one, because a lot yeah. of the backstory is more current and present day. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't make sense for a lot of the backstory hooks yeah. if it was like thousands of years ago. Yeah. Um, so I'll way- go with new one. The way that changelings were made originally was never given to the changelings. The giants kept that information to themselves. The changelings cannot make new members of their race unless they unless one of them dies and they use that body and the rune to, to create a new one. So every couple of hundred years, there are less and less changelings over time. And that is one of the great sort of, um, I guess, like drives for changelings is to try and find a way to either find the giants again who have left this world long ago or to discover how the changelings were made and how they were created because you your people don't know and there is no way to make more of you at this point awesome probably a a major driver for some of the changelings is like species continuation (laughs) how can we how can we continue as a species yeah so could you say they're great drivers of social changeling (laughs) take your inspiration you punny man (laughs) um so yeah uh wiltix what yeah what you know is that you you probably your knowledge of changelings goes back to what you know which is their relationship to your uh your abilities and your curse which is the lycanthropy was made from changelings it was a perversion of the same sort of magic that same form changing magic that the giants used to create um the changelings it was it's the same sort of stuff that was used to create lycanthropes um much more of a bestial and much less um variability but far more combat oriented um yeah. and so did you say that i knew that they so do i know that there's young and old versions of changelings or you, not at all you wouldn't really know much about their life cycle you don't know how long they live for you don't know whether they can make new one the changelings keep this a secret the fact that they can't make any more of themselves because it is a massive massive weakness to be revealed yeah they they keep that quite secret um so you wouldn't know that but you would okay. know that yeah you wouldn't know their life cycle but you would know that they're like 
they've been around they've been around on Nostea for a very very long time like you don't know how old they are but you know that the race itself has been around almost as long as the elves and dwarves um not as long as the giants the giants were the first race on Nostea but the Eldar races the elves and dwarves um changelings arrived around the same time or just after um, before humans did they were there long before humans and I don't know how old they can generally get changelings or anything like that what I know about the whole can't die unless no, being killed you wouldn't you wouldn't know about any of that that's that's all okay, cool. very very secret yeah. oh because otherwise i'd just probably try and ask later on about uh if he knew anything about um lycanthropy but uh all good I, you can I still ask do, about lycanthropy but you wouldn't know about the immortality side of things what i'm gonna that's do right, Owen, if it's okay with you yeah. i'm just gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. just after this session I'll, 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 I'll let you know if i do actually go with the young or old yeah one. absolutely no no rush at all I don't think it changes anything for this session. Well, just, yeah, just yeah. for this session, then I'll switch to the other one. Um, yeah, I hadn't, before I hadn't had a we... chance to write this all up and send it through to you. So uh, I was, no, I was very good. pleased to have this sprung upon me to have to just be like, all right, <laughs> lore dump. <laughs> um, so yeah. I was thinking, before we rush the castle, would it be good just to have a five-minute break? I, I was literally about to say that looks like a really, really good spot for a break. Perfect timing. That is a perfect spot for a five minute break. Thank you so much, everyone who's been joining us. I, I mean, for the for the podcast listeners, what a great end! You get this whole like peek into the, into the yeah, a bit of a lore dump. Peek into the to the backstage. Um, I will do. I actually, I promise. I keep promising I will do special episodes. I will do a special episode where I will talk through each of the races and how they are different in Nostea versus other campaigns. If you wanted to use a similar setting yourself. Um, because I had a lot of fun creating it, and there are some there are some fun little fun little changes I made. Warforged and changelings are just the tip of the iceberg of what I've changed. Um, orcs and everything like that, yeah. So uh, absolutely, let me know if you, that's something you guys would be interested in, and I'll I'll see if anyone wants to stick around and we can chat about it as a as a group. Anyone who wants to do it with me, and we will also at some Perfect. point, I swear, do the guild rolls. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. I keep saying that, but I promise it will happen. Um, but yeah, perfect. We'll take a five-minute break. We will see you guys all very, very... Don't go anywhere, but if you do, bring people back with you. We won't be too long at all. We love you guys. Stay safe. We'll see you in a few seconds. A few seconds, uh, only a few minutes. <laughs> bye. See, see you guys. Thanks. Bye. See you in a second, guys.